Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Well, welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment podcast, everybody. Welcome back. <laughs> What's up, everybody? What's up? I'm back. I'm back from... Okay, so I was supposed to come home on Saturday, and I didn't because my baby was sick. And if I came home, then I didn't want to get my other friends mm. sick because I went to the Holland Tulip Festival on Sunday after church and came back Monday. So I didn't see my family for like a whole week, Jim, and it was crazy. So yeah. just, I don't know, just um, just a little bit more respect and perspective this week for families and stuff that have to work away and all that, you know, just kind of, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, it was a week of vacation, but it was also a week away from my littles and I'm primary caregiver for my baby who's three, so... I yeah. still call. Well, we still call her the baby. We learned that from the Parkins. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it though. So, so no, it's been. It was a good week to get away and just kind of get some perspective on all that and stuff. And so now yeah. I'm back. Been well, home cool. since yesterday, last night. So it was good. Well, right on. Yeah. We've just been doing work and whatever, you know, kind of in writer's block mode right now i just haven't written in a couple of weeks is not really writer's block i just haven't felt like writing That's yeah all. it's so, kind of been a lot whatever. in the last couple of weeks i'm not on any type of deadline you know no approximately how much of the book do you have written like did you decide ahead of time how many chapters you're going to do or approximately no. how many stories you're going to write about no no i don't know when you're done with it have you figured out like if you're going to self-publish it and do like an Amazon no. thing or no, I haven't got that far yet. No, that's okay. I was just curious if you had like thought about <laughs> I have that. No idea. No, it's you know, okay. I was going to be a physical copy though. I'm not going to do, I don't want to just like ebook. Right. There's a couple different ways you can do it. You can, you can have like a few, a bunch of your book printed and then sold. Yeah. Or you can have it, like, every time you sell one, they print and ship it for you, which I thought was kind of interesting. That is interesting. But I, I think know. you should buy a few anyways, because then when you, like, when we connect with other folks and have them on the podcast, just kind of mm-hmm. like uh, Pastor Danny did, like, yeah. you just send a book and sign it and stuff would be really... That'd be cool. Pretty dope, so... Yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely needed to get something like that out there and written... Yeah. Yeah. It's not like that kind of mental and emotional health stuff and fitness stuff. People don't like we've talked about a hundred times. That's not just, it's not a topic that boys want to get into, especially, you know, yeah. Yeah. female firefighters and cops and medics and stuff are way tougher when it comes to that sort of thing. They're, they have, they're way stronger in the skill set of like, letting like offloading that kind of stuff and do you think they just connect with friends more and family like friends and family more to kind of like talk about stuff probably yeah Yeah. that's cool that's kind of related to the sermon this week 
Pastor Carl, I really enjoyed his sermon this week talking about connecting yeah. with people, really being there with them in their ups and downs, like yeah. understanding other people and their sorrow and rejoicing with them and their celebrations and their, <laughs> their victories and stuff. So I think that's yeah, dude, pretty. It was, it was a good, because it's like, I felt that to my bones. There's like yeah. a very tight circle of people that, you know, that was, uh, cared enough is strong language so that's not what i mean but that would like invest that during covid like people who knew me knowing what was going on and what i was getting into and then that kind of thing that's a very tight circle i'm okay with that you yeah. know i think that like <clears throat> there's a comedian uh joey diaz and the way he there's this little clip that he talks about where he says like you don't need, he, his language is strong, so I won't use his language. Like, but you don't need like 20 dudes. Right. Right. You right. need like two or three and you can take down a whole country. Like, like, yeah. Give me, and, and I, and I believe that to my, my core, like, give me three of my closest dudes and we'll, we'll, we'll take it on. We'll take down anybody. Yeah. You know, and it's so, I think sometimes as Americans and possibly even the church, we feel like, like we got like all the, everybody. And it's just at some levels, right. There's, there's like the different circles. Yeah. You know, but your people, you know, like I know who my people are. Yeah. And so, and I'm good with that. So I don't need, you know, when I look back at the last couple of years, like I don't need everybody at that place in Fenton, like reaching out. Right. I just need the people who did. And right. that's cool. Yeah. And, I, and I, you know, that's the kind of depth of, of relationship that he was talking about in that message, you know, and it's just being with people who like, you may not understand, you know, but at least you'll sit there and listen and, you know what I mean? And, and, yeah. not, and not come at me with like all the things, all the things. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Well, like, you know, and, and people, and at this point I'm older, you know, that got some, some wisdom, Yeah. you know, and, but there's people like I've had people before recently, or they will die or commit suicide or whatever has happened in my career. And I've had people go, oh, were they saved? I'm like, I'm, like, why would you ask me that now? Like, I understand the concern, but like, you know, like, come on. Oh man, time and place. Like, yeah, I just said, yeah. So over the week, this so and so line of duty death, and whatever. And your response out of not knowing what else to say was, oh, "Are they saved? Were they a believer?" I'm like, I hope. I don't know. You know yeah. what I mean, though. Like, yeah. why is? I don't know because I I don't know. I think people are curious. And when we think about life and death and dying, I don't know, as Christians, I think that should be on our mind. But I also get how if you didn't know that person, then does it even really matter if you knew or not? If they, like, it ma- it matters if they were a believer or not, but it doesn't really, I don't know. Maybe not. No, it does. It absolutely matters, but maybe it absolutely matters. But if I know but- about this, not random person, but this person that had nothing to do with my life, like, Am I supposed to go do something about it or am I, 
just want wanting to know because I'm curious. Like you said, had nothing was, else to. I was, or maybe it just wasn't. I mean, I guess my point is, it doesn't have to be the very first thing you say. Right. Like before, even oh no, or like what happened, or anything. Like, yeah. You know, I don't know. I think that we get a little wily in our Christianity sometimes, and well, it just gets awkward. You don't know what to say, so you say words. I, I tend to not say anything. It's better for me if I don't know what to say. It's just better not. I don't know. I've, I've, I kind of feel a mix of things nowadays. I, I think that I'm doing a lot more thinking than saying nowadays. And I'm trying to figure out what that looks like. I don't always know. It's, it's wild. Mm-hmm. It is. But I don't think you always have to say, say stuff. Yeah. Like, there's lots of things that go down that I don't have words for. We've listened to a lot of people's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just it. And sat there and right. let them offload and, and then whatever. But like. Yeah, I would, I would say, I don't know. I'm thinking about a lot of things, like a lot of that stuff. Like I, I love that you said you don't need everybody in that building. You don't need 20 people. I think that's been my experience over the last probably 15 years of just like having such a wide net and then growing in the confidence to just pursue friendship and not needing all the things. And I mean, being somewhat of open handed with friendships and I mean, I don't want to be so closed off to people that I'm not willing to get to know somebody new, but um, yeah, no, absolutely. But, but I, I mean, even like this weekend, like, I had intentional time with a very small core group of women that, like, I was able to share my heart with in a way that I, I would never do in a large, large group right. setting, you know. And that's way more impactful than the large group. So, right, yeah. No, that's, that's great. Yeah, that's what I'm speaking to is I'm speaking yeah. to being with dudes that know most of this stuff anyways. Right. You know what I mean? So it's not and, like. Right. It's, and those same, you know, those same Kroger, like what you're saying, like they don't sit there just trying to fix all the problems and tell me all the things that I need to do and all the things that blah, blah, blah. But they continue to, at the wise right time, to say, well, you know, maybe this or I believe in you. I love you. You can mm-hmm. do this. You know, God's working. You know, just reminding right. me, encouraging yeah. me, you know. And you know, in this, this current situation that we're in with work, my partner, I just came to the conclusion, like, dude, we got to make this happen. Yeah. We got to make it happen today. Like, yeah, this is happening now, or we'll never, we'll, oh, we'll just stay. You know, we'll continue to come in here and we'll continue to go home and be checked out and we'll continue to do these things. Yeah. So it just is what it is. Like, no hard feelings, sports ambulance, but it is just, yeah. It, it, when it gets to mental health stuff and it gets to, you know, my, where this affects our families. Yeah. You know, and if it affects, and, and now, because, right, we have this Grand Blank, Freedom Center Grand Blank, we have this house campus, yeah. and we church, we church together. Yeah. So then, it just, it's even more intentional, like, when you get, like, this is in 18 years, this is the first, this is how partners, this is how it is. This is how it is for cop partners, like everything that we do, it matters and it affects 
everything that we do. Yeah. It affects both families. It affects, you know, it's so it's, well, that's it's a gift even that at a more intentional level, you know, like it gets more like it's even smaller group. Right. Yeah. But, well, and what a gift that you can have the right person at the right time to right. do this transition with. I think that's just pretty phenomenal. You know, that's, I mean, like, I know you've talked about it in the past, but just, you've had some a whole array of partners. You've had a whole mm-hmm. array of just people and they've been amazing. Um, but to have Danny right now have gone through the pandemic with him and, and do all this mm-hmm. with him, I think that sounds like, right. like a pretty cool, pretty cool thing. Right. And that's, you know, and that's, that's another, like all of those things are level, like different levels. Right. And right. so this is cool. Cause this is now this is going to open up for our listeners. Like you're, you've been with the people you've been with going through this pandemic and going through all the things that have happened incorporated with it. Yeah. You know, and that's like, these are our people now. These like, we survived this thing, you know, and that's forever for the rest of our lives. We're tied. It's just like a, a soldier going to going to war or going on deployment. We're tied together by this, like this horrible medical thing that happened. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? And like all the theories and all the other stuff and all the extracurriculars around it, right. whatever. But yeah. like in those moments, there's all these groups of people, the people you would see. And then, you know, the circle gets a little bigger. So the different agencies and the people you see different crews on scenes and at hospitals. And then, you know, so it's just that whole idea of not needing 20, but needing, yeah, you, like you said, your core, yeah. this, this core group that you're with and it's whatever. If like, and you know, what's, what's cool about that is when you have your group and whatever, like if yeah. I'm not in that guy over there's small circle, I'm that's good. Okay. Yeah. If I'm in that third layer circle, that's cool. Yeah. But when we, when we strip it down, you know, it's, like these things are important. I think they're important for our mental health, our spiritual health, all yeah. the things. Yeah. Well, and I think at the core of just humanity, to be known, to be loved, mm-hmm. to be valued, um, to be believed in, mm-hmm. you know, to, to have people, again, there when you, you want to celebrate something and there when you're going through your worst day. And you mm-hmm. know that they're they're committed and signed up for the whole breadth of that. Mm-hmm. Th- that's amazing to know that I have, I have people that are going to stand beside me, yeah, that are committed to me the long run. You know, and I, th- I for me, the pandemic and all the craziness, it really kind of sifted a lot of relationships, yeah. and it really showed me who I could lean on through that time, and who I could like. Who I and then also who I had consistent depth of relationship with, that it didn't depend on the building, and it didn't mm-hmm. depend on the thing. It depended on, am I calling you and checking in on you because I love you and and we're 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 that close, you know? Like mm-hmm. that's yeah, that, you know, it's yeah. important and and those things and like to to go back to Pastor Carl's message, like if I'm like really, and there's people who know what I do and stuff like that. 
but like you and Nick are really, and, and even despite the fact that you are, you've been involved with TLE and there's still things that you don't fully understand about our right. world, but Absolutely. you've taken the time, Yeah, you know, you've taken the time to stand at the fence, you know, to be like, what's the guy's name? You couldn't see his face. <laughs> was it Al? I can't remember. No, well, it was, Al was Tim Allen. Oh yeah, it, Al was his assistant. <gasps> I'd have to look it up. But you know what I mean? Like, it, yes. you guys, at least you're That's gonna standing bother. there. We're, we're gonna have to look it up because you no, know, absolutely. And you never saw his face. And then I think at like the final thing, um, I'm sorry, y'all. This is gonna the, the Tim's neighbor on home improvement. This is great. Okay, that's I'll why we need it. like an intern producer that they could be looking at this. <laughs> Joe Rogan has Wilson. Jamie. We need some. It's Wilson. Yes, it is Wilson. I knew it was a W of some sort, but I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, Will, Wilson. his his name on the show was Wilson Wilson mm-hmm. Junior. That's so funny. That's why we need. I'm telling you, we need someone who could be live. Yeah, producing and looking up stuff for us. Yep, best known for his role as the kindly unseen neighbor, Wilson W. Wilson Jr. That's so funny. But yeah, and he always had this wonderful way to like bring mm-hmm. this wisdom and talk through stuff with Tim Allen. That was so great. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it's, yeah, that's the thing with relationships and stuff like that. I don't think that you, you know. No, I, th- I think that's a perfect example because like you said, we, we still don't, we're still not in your shoes and we mm-hmm. still haven't done the job for 18 years. Like you have, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Um, we didn't work through the pandemic and take and care for sick person after sick person after sick person and do the self quarantine mm-hmm. at home with your family. Like we didn't do all that stuff that you saw. Mm-hmm. Um, but we believe in you. We believe mm-hmm. in your family. We care for the well being right. of your family, you know? And, and most what, importantly, you guys know when to speak and know when not to. Well, most of the time. I would say 98% of the time. <laughs> Just the one time, man. And it, but when you time. look back, it was so funny. You guys. Because <laughs> so I know. Because in my mind, I'm like, here's everybody else. But really, Jim, like, tell me your heart. Like, we really still want to know your heart and tell, like... And uh, and if that would have been a night that you're like, I just can't talk about it right now, then I would have totally... Totally respected that. It was so funny. This is like when you look at it now. It's it's so we were at your house, right? Yeah. You guys we are walked your in. House. And I like I had said, listeners, I had said, <laughs> I'm sick of having the same five conversations. Cause at the time it was about the reality of COVID. Yeah. Or like hospital skewing numbers. Yeah. Masks or no masks. Yeah. And George Floyd. And I said, I'm tired of the same five conversations. And Ashley responded with, so just tell me if I should wear a mask. It's funny now. It was, but it, funny then. it was funny then. Too. It was, it was, like it was little, funny then. It was a little comic relief. And, I, and you didn't even intend it as comic relief. You were legitimately asking me, yeah. should I wear a mask when I go places? Yeah. So good. Yeah. Because even now, I hate all the baloney online and on the news and all the things like we were talking about before we got on air. On air. Like, there's always, like, 
hey, look at this, but we're really doing this. And when yeah, Steve man. Hernandez was on and he talked about, look at this, the second, third impact of all the ripple effects right. of stuff. That's why, because you're in it and you see it and you're actually hands-on caring for patients and in the hospital, mm-hmm. I want your perspective. I want you to tell me what you see because that's more valuable than what's going on in the news station. Right. You know, and, Well, and, that's because that's what they do to us. They, they hit us with the ex- most extreme. Right most shocking most polarizing aspect of the conversation yeah and it they, it comes in like the song says it comes in flying in like a wrecking ball and then you yeah. know what i mean and it's, yeah. then everybody's freaked out and then everybody's answering from emotion yeah and and it's been said before like well you take jesus jesus was never on the polarizing one side or the other right. of anything he was always in the middle and another fact that we, like, emotional people are the most easily manipulated on whatever side. Yeah, let me find so the you, thing that you're afraid of or the thing you that you're, like... them with it extremely yeah. polarizing, loud, obnoxious, bright lights, everyone's yeah. extremely, everyone's animated and hyped up. Yeah. Then the response is out of, out of that. Then you're already, like, in the most basic of, you know, if you go on a treadmill and you run like a 5K at the, your fastest pace and then you jump off the treadmill and I'm blasting you with questions while you're trying to catch it, it's like that. Like your, yeah. your body's amped up, everything's animated, yeah. everything's hyper everything. And now you're making decisions on what you're going to say online about a certain topic. Yeah, yeah. Like take a breath. This is, you know, that's just... Well, just, I mean, I don't know. I know, I know we've told you in the past, but sincerely thank you for just bearing with us through that whole time because it was wild and crazy and scary. And I felt like everybody was lying to me all the time. And I felt like even people that were well-meaning, same thing. I thought that they were just, their perspective was manipulated by A, B, or C. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And and I just didn't. It was hard for anybody to really see the whole picture. And so I, we really do appreciate you. And we really do appreciate you being willing to have those conversations. Because I know that that's the type of person that you always try to be. Is mm. to have good conversation with people. Not just that you agree with. But to have conversation with people that. Right. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'll learn something. Right. And if I stand corrected, I'm going to come on here and go, like, I didn't think of that. Right. I stand corrected. Done right. before. I don't mind that. Right. Because it's not about your ego. You know, it's about no, actually caring for people and doing the best by them and, and what we're doing for the mission. You know what I mean? So, but. You know, one time, like pre, this is a long time ago. Not that long ago. I think COVID. I don't know. Immaterial. But, uh. But I was on Twitter because Twitter is like a newspaper. It's super entertaining. Like I typically don't put anything on there, but I do scroll and read people's threads. And it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Those Twitter streets are nuts, especially now. But back then I made a comment. And some dude that I don't know, I've never talked to since. And I never, you know, probably will see or talk to again on there. I made a comment and he corrected it. And, I, and he was right. And I was like, oh, man. And I said, I appreciate it. I never thought of it that way. It's cool. And the 
freaking it changed the whole thread dude because this was like in the middle of a thread and everything went from like vitriolic and like just to oh we can have you see this and like resharing this comment and i was like oh that's really cool i didn't know that yeah more of us need to do that pointing that out man because i didn't know and the dude was like what like yeah i didn't i had no idea well, then, to go back, right back to the beginning of the, the sermon this week, are you engaging with people to be right? Are you engaging with people for relationship? Right. And you exactly. can pursue relationship and share information and have layers mm-hmm. of right or wrong or right, you know, whatever that is, right. and share all that. But if, if the intention of the relationship is to understand and know each other, yeah, man. then we can do all the right and wrongs, your- you know. Otherwise, I just have to protect my ego and I have to protect being right, right at all costs. And, and yeah. we don't we don't have to do that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, no. So that, that, that was that's listening just so with good. The intent of listening, like to hear rather yeah. than to respond. Yeah. Because a lot of times I know for me, whenever I've done that. Whenever like you're telling me something and I'm formulating my counterpoint, like my like. If it if you speak in terms of boxing or fighting, if I'm going to counter that punch, you know, that I'm not here. So then if I miss it, like I will say for my life, like a solid 75 to 80 percent of the time, I come off looking like a fool because I missed it. And I respond to something that that's not what they actually were saying. Yeah. Because I'm not listening anymore. I'm. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Well, I'm going to come at you with this right hook over here. And then I say it, and they're like, what? That's not what I said at all. Right. And then I think, oh, I'm a big dummy. <laughs> I'm sorry right? for getting all wound up and getting all angry and getting all offended <laughs> right. and getting all but hurt. Like, yeah. 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 So yeah. just. <clears throat> no, that's what good. And I think that. their perspective. They, they do. They do. And I think that, again, like, the perspective is valuable and we're all seeing like there's this old story i old children's book or something but basically all these mice go out to explore this mountain and they find all these different parts of essentially an elephant and they all come back with a completely different story of what they found Mm -hmm. but really they all found the same elephant just different parts of them right the one found the trunk and one found the tail and one found a leg and one found the back and the head and the ear and all this stuff and so i think that that's so much of and and even so key in the body, so key as believers to really say, okay, what does the word say? What is Christ's heart? What is God's heart for this person? And how can I just be with them and love them and mm-hmm. know them and value them? And gosh, let God do the work. Because then when we yeah, actually man. trust and listen to each other, we actually get to get somewhere with things. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's yep. so good. So, Yeah. Just thank you for having all those conversations over and over and over while you were under pressure to operate in that environment and at the same time always mindful of the safety of your own family through that whole thing. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I think I, I think, and you played it so cool, Jim, you know, to take you on on security and freedom center like i would always like joke about like you're just so cool you got your flat brim hat and your vans on and whatever and it's almost like nobody even knows you're on security because you're just so cool about it but it's so intentional and i think that something that i and what i'm thinking about even more right like just even realizing right now is that you didn't 
make it, you weren't always blasting out about making about yourself while you were going through the pandemic. And I think that, I think sometimes I minimized your experience because I didn't see you so animated about, like, you were just doing your thing because that's what you signed up for and, and that's mm-hmm. your, your honor and duty and go do. Right. And I think that that just kind of speaks to just how, yeah. Honestly, just that's happened that. throughout my career more often than not mm-hmm. just because of how I function and how I do the thing. Yeah. That that I would I brought people to the hospital and I've done my report in the same tone we're talking. And so they're like, oh, this is all good. It's fine. And then I come in there and I'm like, <laughs> back in the person. I'm like, what are you guys doing, man? I, said, I legitimately said you should have respiratory and a tube ready. I meant what I said. Like, and you got, then they'll be like, well, it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal because you're not panicked. Well, I'm not panicked. but I don't need to be panicked. I'm, yeah. So I guess, I, I guess even with that, Jim, like, I'm sorry for any time that Nick and I didn't really take you as seriously as maybe we should have. Seriously, like, because you're so cool. Like, whatever, dude, wear a mask or don't wear a mask. Like, whatever, it's not a big deal. But I have all these people dying around me right now. But whatever, do what you need to do. But it, and but that, yeah. But that's so, I mean, I guess just. Like, I meant that, like, you have to decide that. And here's the reasons why it's good. And also the reasons why. Right. It makes no sense because that dirty handed person just grabbed that same coffee now and put it back. And now you're bringing it home. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, so I'm, yeah, so I guess, like, just, I don't know, I'm I'm seeing as the dust has continued to settle on stuff like that, just thank you for being such a good friend and such a good, man, just, I don't think, hopefully, I know that so many in this community do, but so many of us really do appreciate you, and just thank you so much for just being so, such a good friend and leader through the pandemic yeah. like so that's that's pretty cool it so. was something it seems like finally <laughs> it's like, something <laughs> you know it seems like it seems like we're out of that now yeah you know they're always like here and there they'll be covid positive oh absolutely cases and stuff like that but fewer and farther between and, and when i think of a lot of these students and stuff that like you said that they they got thrown in they just got their license. They just got yeah, graduate, yeah. you know, and now they're thrown into surprise. Welcome to EMS. Welcome to ER. Welcome to all right. this. And, and, and the, th- the, the thing that pandemic. we're going to have to be mindful of as as the the ones who went through that is these ones coming in. It's not their fault. They weren't yeah. here for it. Right. So to 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 not mentor them properly, to not like kind of leverage our veteran status to help them yeah you know we can't we can't have people coming in now and be like you weren't here for it so talk about it right you know you use the i heard somebody say like use the um like the easier times to spend that extra energy to invest in the times that are coming right because unfortunately that's probably not going to be the only hard season that we ever go through yeah, you know, no, I mean, no, I, I saw somebody list, ramp up, dude. you know, and I, I saw somebody list all of the global things that have happened, even just for millennials, you know, that yeah. that's from what we've been aware of in middle school, what has impacted us and what we've witnessed just in the la- like the last 30 years, the last 25 years. Well, 
there's just thing that's after the, thing, you yeah, know? Dude. And that's the thing, man. The, the, the GWAT veterans, man, the, which is global war on terror. Those veterans are millennials. Yeah. Hello. Like, <laughs> like your generation was at war the whole time. Yeah. Like, think about that for most part, the entirety of your life. Think about this dudes that went to war right post 9-11 now have sons and or daughters that are 18 and joining the military. In some cases, they served together. That's wild. In the same thing. And whatever the case, whatever, we aren't talking about the ins and outs of the global war on terror. What we're saying is that generation, the people kind of dirtbag for being lazy or this or that or not wanting to do that. They want to make a job, not get a job. All the things that they say about millennials. Right. It was millennials who joined up after those towers came down. Yeah. You know, the, let's, yeah. we got to call it. No, right? that's good. got to say something because can't just have a whole generation of people put on blast all the time. We got to tell facts too. Yeah. And I'm seeing a lot of, I think I, my perception is a lot of folks my age, cause I'm right kind of on the, the tail end of millennial. I think I, I guess I forget where I am in that hole, but I am considered a millennial. I feel like there's a general, like millennials are really trying hard to adult well and live well. And mm-hmm take care of their garbage and take care of their stuff, you know? So I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for that, but kind of circling back around to like the mental health stuff and everything that, um, to live all these years and still choose to stay hopeful and open hearted Mm -hmm. and willing to do all the up and down with, for ourselves and with, with other people. You know, mm-hmm. you can't sit with people in their sorrow if you're not willing to face sorrow. Right. You know what I mean? You, you can't sit with people and rejoice with them if you, like, shut your heart off and you're just living with walls up. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's it's harder. You leave yourself open for heartache, and, and but then you get to actually experience the ups and downs of life, like the breadth of what we were created to experience. Mm-hmm. And then when we do that with each other, it's really powerful, you know? So yeah, in base camp today. They put the, you know, the things come up, like, what did you work on? Yeah. Whatever. And I put, you know, that, <clears throat> excuse me, Pastor Carl and I had our monthly meeting and we really like did not solve any of the world's problems. So I said, but, but I put in the last month though, I've had people pass and people flourish and, yeah. and multiple days where I went through all of the emotions in a single day. Like how that doesn't suck. Right. Like, would you want where everything's just happy and flowers all the time that'd be you know i guess that'd be good till it was just boring <laughs> you know things have to suck for you really to enjoy when it doesn't this is this how it is i want to put like a full like the full spectrum yeah like i want to completely spend my life not just exist in it you know what i'm saying yeah. i want like the wheels yes. to be coming off <laughs> yes you know what i mean yeah. Like, I'll send it to you, but there's a cool old poem. Uh, it's like an Indian poem. like It's called Tecumseh's Speech or something like that. But it's just, it speaks to that. It speaks to living such a full, fulfilled life. And then, 
like when it's time for your death, don't be like these people that are now praying, they're weeping and praying for time to live their life differently. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to go out like that, dude. No. I don't want to go out like that. No. Nick, and Nick and I were just talking about it the other day. Like, I'm not going to lay on my deathbed and be like, dang. Yeah. I wish yeah. I did more laundry or something. I would, no, it's going to be, I, I wish I spent more time with the people that I care about. Right. I wish I, I, I spent more time doing the things that matter. Absolutely. Yeah, man. You know, it's just, well, yeah. You got to yeah. do what you're going to do. But I'm just saying, like, you don't want, I don't want to live a life where then, I was like, wish I would have. But then, it, you know, I wish I would have done this different. But at the same time, I'm literally living the life dreamed about when I was little. That's cool. There That's cool go. to think about. Are you sending that to me? Yeah, I just sent it in text form. I didn't get the whole thing. Oh, that's okay. I'll look it up. At least I can see part of it, see the whole thing. But, like. <clears> that's <throat> awesome. You know what I mean? I like, yeah. there's so much to it. There's so yeah. much more than just being polarized and upset over the news cycle. I like to see the news. I want to know what's happening out there. Yeah. You know, I like these social media streets. It's fun to me, you know, <laughs> but like, I don't know. But yeah. There's more, there's so much, so much more to be fulfilled with than just, I don't know. And yeah. it's funny because I started this night pissed. Y'all didn't hear that part, though. That's not recorded, <laughs> so. No, that's Whatever. all right. That's all right. And that's where, you know, I think God is so good to just speak what he needs to speak, even though it's just through mm-hmm. through hearts, you know. So, no, I'm, I'm grateful to share this space with this community, with folks mm-hmm. that want to be along for the ride and, and join in, you know. And it just continues to be exciting to see where it's going and where God's, you know, leading leading the boat, man. That's good. That's good. Well, all right. That's really all I got. So we're just going to abruptly end this. Sounds good. (laughs) Thank you, Freedom Center and Kingdom Builders, for your continued love and support. Thank you to our listeners. Keep coming back week after week. And now you can see us on YouTube. Which makes my son super happy. <laughs> super cool. <laughs> I'm a Hi, YouTuber. <laughs> and your boys. Which is funny uh, because YouTube has a like a checkbox I have to do whether or not it's like appropriate for kids or not. And I always say no because we like not that it's horrible. There's nothing like rated on here. No. But it's not intended for kids, so I always like check that it's not intended <laughs> right. for kids. So it's funny. So Griff but. probably wouldn't see this even if it, you'd you'd have to show it to him. <laughs> no, he's found it. He just types my name in. He googles me and then shows his buddies. That's so fun. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, I guess. Well, all right. I don't have any information about. Is that Siri talking to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This creeps me out. We were at a patient's house one time and that happened. Seriously? We were talking to her and their, her Alexis or Alexa or whatever started answering questions. And you're like, who else is in the house? I was like, get me the heck out of here. So anyway, well, all right. See you guys. See you next time.